I'm John Gormley. Greetings. Welcome. Happy Thursday. And thanks for checking in here wherever we find you on this day. We've got a ton of stuff on the show today. Of course, it's our final show. We're taking uh, the Remembrance Day commemoration off tomorrow. Uh, Troy Cooper, Saskatoon's retiring police chief, is going to stop in. Uh, We'll also check in with uh, a summit that's been underway on human trafficking and a lot of people learning a great deal about that. And Bill Curry is in Ottawa journalist with the Globe and Mail who has written some amazing things on this $54 million spent on the ArriveCan app that should have cost thousands. Bill Curry will lead the show off this morning. First, though, let me say this. I've been through one of the most overwhelming days of my life. Uh, Announcing yesterday, after 25 years of this show, that I'm stepping aside, uh, I didn't know there were so many people who could be so kind. And I want to thank every one of you. It's been absolutely overwhelming. So my final show is Friday, the 24th of November. But I did say, my successor will begin Monday, the 27th of November. And in the last year plus, we went on a significant journey checking out who should take over the reins of Saskatchewan's big conversation, this show. It is not former Premier Brad Wall. Brad has other irons in the fire, like branding irons. Uh, It's not Conspiracy Kevin, though I think he'll keep calling. I'm delighted to let you know that a guy who's a friend of mine, someone I have great respect for, a storyteller, a passionate Saskatchewanian, and a well-known community leader is going to take over the show. His name is Evan Bray. Recently retired as the police chief in Regina, where he's well-known and respected, led over 600 officers and staff for seven years, he had a 28-year career as a cop. But before that, and a lot of you didn't know this, Evan Bray was a broadcaster with Rolko Radio. He also had a TV career, although I think he's probably a bit large now for a TV career. He has deep roots in Saskatchewan, grew up on a farm near Abernathy in the southeast. In addition to refing in the WHL, he was the PA announcer for over a dozen years at the old Taylor Field. Everybody knew his voice and rider football. He's drop-dead funny. He loves a great story, sometimes irreverent, and I'm trying really hard to encourage more of that, and he's opinionated. The Evan Bray Show will continue much of the Saskatchewan First local big story talk that we've done here for years. But, and this is just the way media, the entertainment, and life works, he shouldn't be and he won't be me. Evan will bring his own perspectives, opinions, interests, and show content to what he'll do every morning starting here at 8.30 on Monday, the 27th of November. I did a lot of media interviews yesterday, and I told a few people about, as this incredible career winds up, do you know what makes great radio? Passion, curiosity, and hard work. And Evan Bray's got all of that. Throw in intelligence and authenticity, and you've got a great talk show host. And Evan's that too. I'm going to be listening to him after I leave. I want you to listen as well. So Evan Bray, hardly wait to get you 
here in the big chair. I'm John Gormley. Welcome to the Thursday edition. Lots of stuff on the go today. Now, I mentioned Bill Curry, Globe and Mail reporter, who has done astonishing work on what began as it was a bit of a scandal even during the pandemic you know when a lot of us remember that arrive can app all the bumps and the the road along the journey and the revelations about a two-person company that apparently commissioned a lot of the work and they don't have software engineers and coders they're just a company that gets a government contract and then steers a bunch of software work into creating an app but the figure was 54 million dollars for an app that some developers said they could have created for 50 or 60 thousand dollars so now a parliamentary committee has been examining this and this is what brings us to bill curry in ottawa journalist for the globe and mail and i think by all objective standards we're starting to hear some things now that have really got people concerned mr curry welcome aboard and thanks so much for taking our call Good morning, John. Thanks for the intro, and uh, congrats on your retirement. Well, thank you. Um, tell me about what the, the Parliamentary Committee is examining. Are they looking just at the IT consulting on ArriveCan, or has it become a bit wider than that? Yeah, it's, it's definitely wider, and uh, that was a good uh, summary that, that you just had there. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, we were writing stories about the growth in outsourcing generally, you know, uh, in the last few years uh, since 2015. It's gone from about $8 billion a year to $15 billion. It's a pretty significant increase, so there's questions about that that the committee was looking at. Then uh, in October 2022, the Globe did some stories about the cost of the Arrive Can app, the $54 million price tag, and that led to some hearings. And then more recently, uh, about a month ago, we published uh, detailed stories about a company called Botler from Montreal, a software company. They didn't work on ArriveCan, but they worked with a lot of the same IT staffing companies that were involved in ArriveCan, including spending over a year and a half working very closely with Christian Firth, the managing partner of GC Strategies, which was the company that received the most outsourcing to work on the ArriveCan app. So we got through them, you get a window in terms of how these IT staffing companies, very small companies, uh, they're, they're small in number, but large in terms of how much money they get, how they operate and interact with public servants because these officials, uh, Baller, got suspicious of what was going on and started recording them. So we've got uh, recordings of Christian First and, and public servants. And this caught the attention of the Government Operations Committee, which had already been studying the outsourcing trends and already had been studying the $54 million price tag of ArriveCan and added in testimony from Baller and started calling the key players. And it produced some pretty dramatic testimony at committee earlier this week because it's kind of like going back to what happened inside government in October 2022, right after the Globe published the $54 million price tag and the scramble of the Canada Border Services Agency over what they were going to tell MPs at, the, at that committee. And what we learned this week, well, we, two or three years ago, we heard from Min Doan, who was then the vice president of the CBSA, and he was being asked, you know, who selected GC Strategies? And he said, well, it was my team, but I wasn't personally involved. And then just a couple of days ago, we heard from Cameron McDonald, who's a very senior public servant. He's now Assistant Deputy Minister at Health Canada. 
who said Mindon lied to the committee. He said it was actually Mindon's decision. So, I mean, this is really unheard of to have sitting senior public servants accusing each other of lying, essentially. And Cameron McDonald also said that Mindon threatened him and said, like, if I get pressed by MPs, I'm going to tell him you did it. And Kim uh, McDonald said, well, you better not, because I'm going to push back on that. So very, uh, you know, very dramatic testimony from people who are currently in senior positions in the federal public service, because Mendon has since been promoted to chief technology officer for the entire government. He is the top guy when it comes to uh, IT work in the federal government. This is astonishing. You've led a great job of summarizing that. Bill Curry, journalist for the Globe and Mail. Bill, can you hang on a sec with us? Sure. Okay, because the Mindon uh, allegation, Cameron McDonald actually used the L word, that Mindon, who's now the chief technology officer for the entire government, lied to the committee. My first thought was if this was going on with CBSA when they were funneling $54 million to a two-person company, could you imagine if you had the chief technology officer for the entire federal government? Billions! I'm, I'm exaggerating. I'm engaging in hyperbole. But what went on with accountability? Let's ask Bill Curry that next. I'm John Gormley. Happy Thursday. Great to have you aboard. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Global Mail has been doing outstanding work and uh, just following the money, following the changing narratives uh, that all began with the Arrive Can app that the government of Canada paid $54 million to have an app built and maintained. Uh, well, as Bill laid out, the Government Operations Parliamentary Committee examining it this week. Uh, Bill, let's drill down a little further. The revelation that uh, Cameron McDonald, a senior civil servant, uh, reported that Mindon, who's now moved on to become the chief technology officer for the entire government, effectively threatened him when these bureaucrats knew the Parliamentary Committee would be looking into it. Doan saying, uh, essentially, you know, if you implicate me, I'll throw you under the bus. Cameron McDonald saying, I will push back. McDonald telling the parliamentarians that Mindone lied. And he actually said lied, didn't he? Yeah, he, well, he said it on in French, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he said lied. Um, yeah, pretty uh, dramatic. And this all goes back to uh, some documents that we reported on. It, it's, it's fascinating because you, you, know, you can write these stories based on documents, but now you're getting the, the actual people in the documents coming to committee and adding some some color because uh, so as I mentioned, it was October 2022 when we first did the story on the 54 million dollar price tag, and and these officials were about to be called to Parliament, and um, we had received this email through access to information of Cameron McDonald writing to Ben Dode about lines that he could say to the committee, and it was kind of curious because it was uh, along the lines of it's, it's hard to say exactly who is responsible for selecting GC strategies because so many people were involved. And and what he told, what Cameron McDonald told MPs this week is that he wrote that email just a day or two after he had this call, which he described as a threatening phone call with Smith where they're kind of arguing over who was going to be named as the one making the decision to select GC strategies. So. You know, I, I don't think we have the final answers as to what exactly went on. Here's certainly a lot of questions. 
Lynn Doan had uh, appeared before that committee just a couple weeks ago, so I think they're going to call him back now to give his uh, response. Uh, I, I tried to reach Mendon yesterday, and uh, the government is not making him available, so we don't know yet how he is responding to Cameron McDonald's testimony. Cameron McDonald started off that com- testimony by kind of suggesting the entire government is setting him up to be the fall guy, that's saying he hasn't been given any kind of legal support to deal with any of these allegations. He's had to hire his own lawyer, so he's he's pushing back and pointing the finger back at Mendon. So a lot of finger pointing, um, and the investigation continues. And it's not just the Government Operations Committee. The Auditor General, after we did the story about uh, recently about uh, Butler's allegations, the Auditor General said that they're going to expand their investigation of ArriveCan. After our first ArriveCan stories, they said they were going to investigate. Then, then the Globe reported last month that the RCMP is investigating these newer allegations from a company called Bottler involving the same companies. And, and then the fascinating part is the Auditor General's that committee, she was in the process of just wrapping up her arrived can audit. She was almost done. And then she said that uh, the Canada Border Services Agency had never told her that the RCMP was investigating some of the key <laughs> players. She learned about it by reading it in the Global Mail. So that was quite something. My goodness. Okay, even by governments, often a Kafka-esque or Alice in Wonderland perspectives of the way the world works, how does a two-person company that doesn't do coding and software engineering to all objective criteria end up with $54 million being funneled through it to build an app? Uh, yeah, $54 million was the total cost of ArriveCan. Uh, $11 million went to GC Strategies, this two-person firm. Um, but GC Strategies also gets to work with other departments. So they've had uh, about $59 million of work uh, since 2017. I think the analogy in their defense would be what Cameron McDonald said, uh, is to think of like a hiring a general contractor to do a renovation on your home. He described it as one neck to choke. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so that's that's the premise, is that you hire somebody like GC Strategies as a kind of a general contractor, and then they hire other IT specialists and build a team, and they get the job done, and then they take a cut of 15 to 20, 15 to 30 percent, he said. But um, through our digging and the committee's digging, um, we found out that uh, some of these subcontractors are actually multinational companies like KPN, like GC Strategies, through their work on ArriveCan, actually hired companies like KPMG and BDO Canada. These are multinational companies. So that had MPs on the committee saying, like, you know, what's going on here? Cannot Isn't there anybody at the federal government who can contract KPMG directly without giving uh, a cut to uh, these two-person middlemen? company? Bill, this has yeah. been amazing. Keep up the great work on it, and thank you so much for sharing uh, your insight today. Thanks for your interest, John. Bill Curry in Ottawa, journalist with the Globe and Mail. And here it's Thursday, which means Bugs Day, the hour of rage, but also some wide open phones today because this is our final show this week. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.